1: Hey everybody, welcome to Latter Day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. I'm Mary, I'm Shelley. Well, Shelly, we are still in Utah. We're in our hotel. We are. <laughs> we are doing a road podcast. We are.
2: We just came from my parents' house mm-hmm. where we had a lovely brunch and looked at old pictures. Yeah. And it was pleasant. It was. I'm going to post a picture. We took a selfie with him. I'll put that up.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. It's been a whirlwind. Oh, God. I need to sleep for like four days straight. I know, and I I don't want to stand anymore, really, Mm -hmm. because we've been standing in our Pride booth, which was really cool, by the way. Oh, my God. that was so awesome. We want to do this every year. Mm -hmm. Oh, we will. Yeah. Yeah, we need to, because we have so many listeners here. It's amazing, and I think we have a bunch of new listeners. Well, I hope so. We did two days of the festival from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m.
2: the first day and 11 to 7 the next day, and... There was no lull. I mean, we literally were talking to people the entire time. We had some amazing fans who showed up, and they brought us food oh, and yeah. alcohol. Some got us some T-shirts. I, I just gifts. can't. Yeah. Gifts, Oh, you guys mm-hmm. are amazing. I don't want to mention anyone's names because I'm afraid I'll leave someone out. Right. But we are so overwhelmed yeah. by the love and support. I, I had people come that I knew Um, When I was Mormon, Mm -hmm. that were in my same ward. Um, We had people come that just listen. We had... uh, Lots of selfie opportunities with fans. I just am really
1: overwhelmed and so honored that I get to take a part of this with you. All the love and support is so overwhelming. It's amazing. Everybody was so generous and kind and, you know, just wanted to share their stories. And I get it. Mm -hmm. We have so many shared experiences. And that's what I think connects us. You know, it's not just ex-Mormon stories. There were a lot of those. Clearly, we're here in Salt Lake City, so that makes a lot of sense. But I am convinced we are all connected, and we have these shared experiences and People want to be heard. Yeah. So, again, keep sending those stories in. You know what's funny? We had a lot of people sharing their Trek experiences. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I know. And that was fantastic. We need to unpack Trek some more, not just about the clothing. No, all of it. Um,
2: Because we got some really good stories. Yeah, there were people talking about how they were made to bury baby dolls by the side of the road. Yeah.
1: We need to save that for our trek episode. (laughs) It's gonna be so good. There was some cuckoo stuff Mm -hmm. that we are gonna talk about Mm -hmm. in an upcoming episode. Yeah. But we are still celebrating Pride Month. Sure are. Yeah, we want to talk about all the gays and LGBTQ plus individuals Mm -hmm. that we are celebrating all month long. Right. Yeah. So that was why we were here. Yeah. For gay pride, et cetera. My very first gay pride was in D.C. last year. hmm And this year... I guess year, it's not just gay pride anymore.
2: No. no it's all the... Uh, it's trans, everybody. gay. It's, it's just yeah. pride. Pride of all the marginalized people, I, I think. I
1: it's, know. And, you know, we just saw such a huge range of people, and the outfits were fabulous. Mm-hmm. There were straight families coming to celebrate, and mm-hmm. families whose... Maybe the parents were straight, but they had a child who was either non-binary or maybe gay or lesbian or in there somewhere. And everybody was celebrating. I loved it. I I loved it. Um, There were a few times that I
2: really got a little choked up when people would come to the booth. Teenagers, young teenagers with all of their friends, all of them figuring out their lives and and dressing in a way that they feel comfortable with. And I was looking and thinking, wow, those kids, if they would have been in my high school they would have been the ones, like, getting their asses kicked at lunch. Right. And to see them instead nowadays in the in the 2019s that we're in right now. <laughs> way to guess the year. Thank please. you. Having friends that are the same as them and being proud to dress the way they want mm-hmm. and not being ashamed. And it just touched me because, yeah. again, those were the kids that would have – been beat up when I was in high school, yeah. and I love that they are finding a place, and I just want to hug them. I just want yeah, to say, oh, for sure. good for you. Yeah. You just be you.
1: Yeah, and the other teenager just stopped by our booth was uh, Savannah. Remember the young yeah. lady who came out um, at her church Mm -hmm. and they turned off the the microphone. shut off the mic. Yeah. What a douche. Someone caught it on video Mm -hmm. and I think it's had over 50 million views. It's amazing. Yeah, so we've got a clip from her coming out. Yeah, so that was the other thing that we did. We had a portable microphone. In fact, we're speaking into it right now, so we'll see how good it is. Mm -hmm. I think I got too far away Are you too far? Well, you like to drift. I do. I know, you always um, irritate our sound engineer. Sorry,
2: Dan. Dan. (laughs) We also met um, Maddie Easton, the guy who... Came oh, out of yeah. the closet um, at BYU. He was the valedictorian for mm-hmm. the poli sci.
1: Yeah, he came to visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got He's to meet him. He's gonna be at um, Capital Pride. Yes. next next time. Yes, well, hoping to see him there. Actually, when this comes out, we're probably gonna be going Ooh, to Capital Pride. Yeah, we'll that be at day. Capital Pride yeah. that Sunday. I know this always messes the timetable of this when this is releases. I'm when sure we the people it. figure it out. I hope they're smart enough. Our to figure fans it. are brilliant. <laughs> they're smarter than me because I can never
2: figure it out. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of our fans being brilliant, one thing that I noticed. That we figured out early on, being out here in Utah with Pride, is that our banner says "Latter Day Lesbian Podcast," and people would look at it and be like, "Um," and then we would they would ask us, "Are you still Latter Day Saint?" Right? Because some of them didn't want to have anything to do with us, thinking that we were Latter Day Saint and gay. Sure. So we would say no, and oh, okay, they would come in and, and chat. So after a few people were asking us this question, I'm like, shit, people think we're still Mormon and they don't want to talk to us because there's hurt there. There's trauma there. Mm -hmm. And they're probably afraid that we were going to tell them, look, you can be gay and Mormon. People don't want to hear that shit. Mm -hmm. So, and that's not what we would say anyway. So I got a little card and I wrote X, E-X yeah. on it and taped it next to Latter-day Lesbian on our
1: banner. Mm-hmm. And suddenly people wanted to come. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we had one person that I think was lesbian ask us, are you pro-Mormon? And I was like, no, not really. And then she kind of shrinked off. She didn't like that answer. But I think for the there most part. There was one. <laughs> there was one. Out of like 250,000 people. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> so many people wanting to talk to us, tell us, their stories, wanting to take pictures with us. That mm-hmm. was so fun. Yeah, that, that was, was so fun. There's fine. pictures of us all over the web, the <laughs> WWW <laughs> the, right the now. The interwebs. The interwebs. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I wish we would have had more downtime to actually talk to people. I had a cousin come by and see, yep. two cousins come by and say hello, actually. You sure did. Old co-workers came by. Oh, yeah. It was just, oh, yep. yep. so, I feel so good. I feel so loved. I, I feel know. so loved. I do, too. I, do awesome. too. Well, I love you.
1: Oh, I love you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I love all of you listeners yes, as well. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Should we give a little rundown of our weekend real quick? Yeah, go for it. And then we should probably just jump into the episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, as long as we're talking about what we've been doing. So... First night was our meet and greet at the Sun Trap, which, by the way, such a fun gay bar. Wow. Super fun.
1: And you accidentally ran into an old neighbor of yours from New Mexico.
2: Check this out. So we're at Sun Trap. We've got tons of fans there, listeners hanging out. And one of them comes to me and says, hey, the guy's sitting right behind us. I, I'm listening to them, and they are from New Mexico. They say they just they come up every year to Utah Pride. And I was raised in New Mexico, so I was like, oh, I'll go chat with them. So I went and sat down. I said, hey, guys, I, I hear you're from New Mexico. I grew up in Las Cruces. And one of the gentlemen looks at me, and he goes, you look really familiar. Uh-huh. And I said, uh, where are you from? And he said, Santa Teresa, which doesn't mean anything to you guys. But he said, wait, you know, Becky Cox, you were Leslie Cox's best friend in high school. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Dave. So my best friend's mom and Dave were friends when I was in high school. And I had been over to his house and, you know, had brunch and hung out. What and, the odds. and there he was sitting in a gay bar on a random Friday night mm-hmm. in Utah, in Salt Lake City. It was I know. so cool. It We're was all, all the connections. It was you. amazing. We mm-hmm. just sat there and laughed and hugged and took pictures and like, wow, this is yeah. unbelievable. I
1: think I went inside with somebody to stand in line to get a drink or use the restroom or something. Mm-hmm. I was gone for like 10 minutes and I come out and you're like at a totally different table talking to strangers. <laughs> I was like, what if was Shelly? <laughs> That's what I do. She's talking to her neighbor. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Of course she is. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot
2: of people show up. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun because it was people who, I'm sorry, I couldn't remember names, but I remembered faces. Mm -hmm. And just being able to hear people, And all I can say is I felt so loved. It was Mm -hmm. amazing. Everyone who came out to
1: support us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It means everything. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. And when you work so hard to put something out there and you just don't know who's listening or who's receiving it. Yeah. And then when you get to actually meet those people, it's, oh my gosh, it's It's everything. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And the fact
2: that you all would bring us food. Yes. And beer. (laughs) Uh, We had an amazing fan bring us some artwork that she created Mm -hmm. of us. It was like, oh, wow. We had other fans bring us these funny t-shirts. Funny t-shirts that say, uh, not temple worthy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was really funny.
2: It was so great. I could talk on and on about how wonderful Mm -hmm. it was. So anyway, first night, meet and greet. Then we went to a drag show. Mm -hmm. We hung out with our buddies from SMRL Podcast. Yes. Um, Love them. Yeah, we've only had an internet relationship until now. So it's fun to get together with other podcasters.
1: Yeah, we do that quite a bit. A bit. Oh, and that was another thing we did on Friday. We we were uh, we recorded on Sunstone. That's podcast. right. That was fun. John was awesome. Had a great time Do chatting with him. Do you remember when that's supposed to be coming out? I don't know. I'm it's sure sometime, he'll let like, us it's know. like in a couple weeks. I yeah, think. we'll let you know. Well, yeah, we'll let you know. And so that was really Friday. And then, of course, Saturday and Sunday, the Pride Festival, both days, mm-hmm. all day long. And then later today, so we're recording, it's a Monday. Today's Monday, right? Yep. We're going to be on another podcast. It's yeah. called Godless Revolution. We with, will yeah. let you know some information about that when that's supposed to come out as well. Yes. Whew. Whirlwind trip, right? I know. I know. Okay. So should we get on with our Let's podcast? Let's do. I'll probably
2: end up talking more about this trip on future podcasts, but we need to get to it because we have some awesome sound clips we're going to add in here because we recorded people as they came to our booth. Yep. So we're we sure going to share that with you all. Yep. Okay. Where do you want to start? New patrons. Yeah, let's do it. Again, uh, don't forget that June, being Pride Month, you can join Patreon at our $3 Tier. tier and get all the benefits of our $6 tier. That's right. So all those videos. Yep. So for all of June. And then at the end of June, we will contact you and sort of make you stay (laughs) subscribed. No, I'm kidding. We won't make you. We'll give you options. You can stop. You can continue. It's up to you. So we just want everyone to have an opportunity to jump in in June. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. See what you think. We already have had some people take advantage
1: of that. So yay you. Okay. You know who you are. Actually, we're about to announce you. (laughs) Mm, This is true.
2: Okay. New patrons. My cousin, Julie, who I hadn't seen in years.
1: Aw, way to go, Julie. Thank you, Julie. Thank you.
2: Kelly Kay.
1: Oh, hello, Kelly. Hi, Kelly.
2: Also, Clark, first name only. Okay. Thank you, Clark. I respect that. I wonder if it's Clark Griswold. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be so great? I'm sure it is. For sure it is. (laughs) And lastly, Jacob P. And Jacob P., we met at uh, the festival, and he was giving us hints on how to get some good stuff out on YouTube. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, Jacob. Yeah, we're kind of new to the tubes. Yeah, we're figuring it out, but he mm-hmm. was super helpful.
1: Yeah. Uh, so those are our new patrons, yay, right. welcome to the mess. Well, thanks, everybody, and don't forget, listeners, if you would like to support this podcast, please visit patreon.com slash lesbian to sign up. Mm-hmm. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's right. next? Foon pod, or he said what? I think Foompod. Foom pod. okay.
2: Cue music.
1: It's the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day.
2: <laughs> your Every favorite time. part. I know. Every time. Okay, Mary. Yes. The fucked up Mormon phrase of the day today is seer stone.
1: Oh, it's you know S-E-E-R, what? <laughs> stone. Okay, you briefly, maybe you don't remember this, but you briefly mentioned something about a Sear Stone. Now I think my memory is okay. worse than yours. You talked about it, but I don't remember the details. You talked about it in an earlier podcast, and I said, Do you mean Sears catalog? Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Sear stone. Okay, is it too early to say I'm beginning to think it's all fake? (laughs) It's never too early. (laughs) By the way. What? um, I had a t-shirt that I made up said, I'm starting to think it's all fake. It had the temple on it. Oh, my God. Such a good (laughs) t-shirt. And uh, we put pictures of us and, well, me and that and whatever shirt. You were probably wearing a Latter-day lesbian Mm t-shirt. And we had ironed on these t-shirts because, again, we have not gotten our act together enough to actually screen print t-shirts and right. make them available for sale on our website we are going to do that yes and that so, one was popular so we're yeah, gonna make that one for we're sure gonna make that into one. an actual t-shirt for purchase yes yeah, so sear stone makes me think maybe it's all fake <laughs> this reminds me of another type of liahona where you had some sort of mystical, um, fake, Mm. guiding object Mm -hmm. that would lead you somewhere you were supposed to be, either the promised land of Zion in Salt Lake City, Utah, or elsewhere. I don't know.
2: You're sort of in the correct ballpark, um, but let me ask another question. What did Joseph Smith specifically do with his seer stone?
1: Shove it up a oh, brass!
2: I'm just kidding. What? I
1: know this. You do? He, because what? of a podcast. <laughs> you told me. What did I say? I'm he, losing my mind. Oh, he used it to find the damn golden plate. Wrong. Really? Yes,
2: really. <laughs> okay, he... Uh, the angel... Moroni. Moroni. Maroni told Moroni. Where the he was Italian. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay. So it wasn't that. No, Are but he,
2: you're you're still in the same ballpark. <sighs> Here we go. I'm going to read this to you. This is actually a quote from David Whitmer. Who's David Um, Whitmer? He was one of the three witnesses. Oh, shit. That's also a Foom Pod.
1: Save that. Oh, my God. Next week's Foom
2: Pod. Okay. Okay. I will now give you a description of the manner in which the Book of Mormon was translated. Joseph Smith would sit next to the Book of Mormon, the golden plates. Okay. And God would sort of tell him what to write, and he would write it. Of
1: course. Because so.
2: that's not super creepy. It's just a little <laughs> bit, all right. But he. But now we know this is how it really went down. Okay, let's hear it. Joseph Smith would put the seer stone into a hat.
1: Uh-uh. Like the sorting hat on Harry Potter. <gasps> Yes. <laughs> oh shit. All right, keep okay. Going. And put his face in the hat. What? What? Draw- can I finish. Wait, wait, wait. Like pull pull the hat up to his face and yeah. stick his face in, in it. In the hat. Cuz there you put the sea stone, stone in the, in the hat. It? So, like an okay. ugly brown smooth stone. Oh, well, you know what this is like. What? It's like the, pen- the pensive or pen I don't know how you say it. P E N. S-I-E-V-E, another Harry Potter thing. Oh my god. Where you would look into like some sort of bowl with some sort of liquid and you put your face in it and you see the future and shit. <sighs> or you see other stuff that happened. Maybe it's in the past. You see stuff that happened in the past. Well, in this I yes, yeah, I don't. Okay. Interesting. Right. Joseph Smith would put the seer stone into a hat. Okay. Put his
2: face in the hat, drawing it closely mm -hmm. around his face to exclude the light. You can have any light. Okay. Okay, ready? And in the darkness, the spiritual light would shine. Mm. I'm not done. (laughs) A piece of something resembling parchment paper would appear, and under it was the interpretation in English. Brother Joseph would read off the English to Oliver Cowdery, who was his principal scribe, and when it was written down and repeated to Brother Joseph to see if it was correct, then it would disappear and another character worth the interpretation would appear. Thus the Book of Mormon was translated by the gift and power of God, and not by any power of man."
1: Okay, so Go. I think I get the buzzer. <laughs> Cue buzzer. Okay, how do Mormons feel about magic? No, ma- there. No, it's magic evil. evil. Okay. Correct. How is this not magic? Well, here's the thing: is this is I have to say the seer
2: stone thing is a lot of reasons people. It's it's one of the things people now have to put on their shelf because you didn't hear about this in my day and age growing up. Okay, this was hidden. All of the the artwork and paintings and pictures of Joseph Smith translating the Book of Mormon. There were no sear stones and there were no top hats. It was him sitting next to it, all holy looking, and writing with like a, a quill pen. Maybe like with his hand on the book or something. Just so it
1: was a top hat? Yeah. Did he have a magic wand and tap it and pull a rabbit out? It was doves. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I did read somewhere that Joseph Smith practiced magic. Oh, he did. Okay. He swindled people. He was an illusionist. He, well, yeah, and he's, yes. Yeah, he swindled sure all these people. So, mm-hmm. so here's
2: my question. So God can do anything, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So why does he need a damn seer stone? Why does he need a damn seer stone? Why can't he just
2: put the thoughts in Joseph's mind? This is what it is. Why can't God just like snap his fingers and poof, the plates are translated?
1: I think because the story is more exaggerated and more interesting. I don't know, but it does introduce, I feel like an element of magic that again, We don't believe in magic. Well, there you go. People have to put it on their shelf. Yep. Seer stone, put it on your shelf. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so dumb. It might be fake, (laughs) Shelly. I'm starting to think that too. (laughs) Shit. It's taken us seven months. Uh, All right, there you go. Wow. I got to get myself
2: a seer stone and start translating shit.
1: Well, sure. Why not? Um, I'm surprised it didn't work like a crystal ball, too. Now, that's what like the Leona. Like.
2: Yeah. Here's a question, though. Yeah. So it said here that Joseph would look into the hat and parchment would appear with hmm. the English translation. And he would say those words out loud. And Oliver Caldrey would write them, would would repeat them back to him to make sure it was correct Elder and write them down. Caldrey. Oliver Caldrey. Oliver. Okay. Who I'm pretty sure got excommunicated. Anyway, so Joseph would say them out loud. Oliver would repeat them with Joseph. Um, if it was correct, then the parchment would disappear, and the next one would come up, knowing it was correct. So we would write it down. So there was no issue of mistranslation. Does that make sense? But guess what? The first edition of the Book of Mormon, and the
1: second and the third, there's changes. Hmm, Weird. And you said that the writing would disappear or the parchment would have just poof, vanished? Uh, let me look. Let me look Because that quote. sounds like magic, too. Well, let me
2: check the quote. Okay. Um, a piece of something resembling parchment would appear, and under it was the interpretation in English. Brother Joseph would read off the English to Oliver Cowdery, who was his principal scribe, and when it was written down and repeated to Brother Joseph to see if it was correct, then it would disappear. And another character with the interpretation would appear.
1: Character, meaning like Like a symbol. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Huh. This doesn't seem magical at all. No. (laughs) Put it on your shelf, people. Good Lord.
2: Mormons, if you're still listening,
1: come on, guys.
2: Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, there you go. You missed that one.
1: um, Okay. Well, why don't we move right on to the um, letter? Now, we have a letter from a never Mormon gay man since it's Pride Month. Seems fitting named Preston. But here's a funny thing about Preston. So he messaged us a picture of someone's temple recommend (laughs) that he found in his lost and found at work. (laughs) (laughs) And so someone named Sally isn't getting into the celestial kingdom now. Sorry, (laughs) Sally. But here's my question. Why do you take your temple recommend into work with you? Um, uh I know people who
2: carry it on them all the time oh, so they can wow. sort of prove their worthiness. I have heard stories like, and these might be co-workers. These, yeah, these might be tales, but I have heard actual stories where people go in for a job interview and they uh-uh. show them the temple recommended proving that they're worthy and honest and blah, 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 and they get the job. And you know what? Listeners, if you have heard that same old wives tale or you know where this has actually happened, please write in because I've heard it numerous times.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my resume. I've had it laminated, and on the back is my temple recommend. Yeah, my resume is blank. <laughs> I don't have shit, but look at my recommend. Well, you're worthy to get someplace, not this job. But thanks for applying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to read Preston's letter. Preston says, first of all, I love your podcast. Well, thanks so much, Preston. Thank you. As a gay man whose grandparents are both pastors for the Church of the Brethren, it was pretty difficult to come out. So I don't know anything about the Church of the Brethren. We'll have to uh, Look it up. do more research on that. It sounds pretty strict from what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Church of the Brethren is basically a step down from Pentecostalism. Yikes. Mm. Women can't cut their hair. Whoa! What? And, yep. Does and- that include mullets? Can you just go out the <laughs> back and... Yeah, party uh, in the front. No, is it party in the back? Oh, it's business business in the front, front, party in the back. back. Mm -hmm. Women can't cut their hair, and they have to wear skirts and dresses. No jeans or slacks allowed. My grandparents basically think I'm going to hell and sinning every day because in their minds, I made the decision to be gay. So he could have chosen that. Mm -hmm. You know, at this point, I'm kind of like... I don't care if I get to choose it or not. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter. It's my decision to make. Right. Yeah. It
2: did, the, the whole discussion of did you choose it or were you born that way, Who it cares? doesn't matter if that's what I choose to do. That's yeah. what I choose to do.
1: Yeah, but there, I feel like there's still so many old school thinkers that think, well, if you're you just, choosing to you're sin. You're choosing right. to sin. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? If I'm choosing to sin, it's my decision to make. So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, So he gave them an ultimatum to either deal with it or stay out of his life. He says they, quote, support me, but also ask if my roommate is my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Every time I see them, I get this so much, Preston. Yeah, you do. And ask when I'm going to get a girlfriend every time also. Yeah. Um, So my mother has sort of stopped for the time being. So maybe it's been mm, about a year since she reminded me I should find a nice husband, but that happens every now and then. Oh. I can't even mention a male friend that I'm really close to mm-hmm. without her saying, see, you just need to meet someone like that. And it's like, no, I just I just love Chad. I Why won- do I have to have a husband? <sighs> I know. I wonder if you could turn it and say, okay, Mom,
2: well... If this is the same thing as me asking you to get a girlfriend and get married and settle in with a girlfriend. How mm-hmm. does that make you feel? Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. That's whatever. Well, you know what? That's how I feel about you wanting me yeah. to marry a man.
1: Enforcing your agenda on me. Yeah. I don't do it to you. Yeah. Stop doing it to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Preston, we get it. I really want to uh, research this Church of the Brethren. I don't yeah, know much too. about it. That sounds... Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one might be fake too. What do you think? Um, Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. let's just go down a list one by one. Oh my God. All <laughs> organized religions. All organized religions are might fake. Might be fake. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. they might be. Anyway, thanks Preston for writing in. Thank you. Appreciate it. What's next? It is time for
2: our segment. He said what? All right. Today's He Said What is brought to you again, because we're in June Pride Month, by the homophobic, gay-hating Dallin H. Oaks. He gets—I think he's going to get all of the He Said What's all of June, because there's
1: plenty. Did anyone write this in, or is this something that you came up
2: with? No, me. I just did a search, and it's like, oh— He sucks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This was back in 1974, my birth year. Oh, wow. So it was a while ago. Um, And again, I would give him. You're old. I am old. You're older. (laughs) Oh, shush. Like, I get it. It's back in the 70s. But still, he's never come out and said, you know what? I was wrong. Mm -hmm. So he probably still has that hate in his heart. Yeah, probably. Here's what he said. And this was called the popular myth of the victimless crime and it was published by the Brigham Young University Press, 1974. He says, First, I believe in retaining criminal penalties on sex crimes, such as adultery, fornication, prostitution, homosexuality, and other forms of deviant sexual behavior.
1: Mm, Isn't that
2: nice? You douche. (laughs) So he thinks that you and I should be prosecuted criminally. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I guess he probably still thinks that. I mean, he hasn't come out and said... Oh, yeah, I guess I don't think that people should be—deviants should be prosecuted criminally anymore. He's never said that. It's funny how the last conference they made him
2: be the one to come out and say that being gay was no longer considered apostasy.
1: Oh, they had him do that.
2: Yeah, thinking, well, maybe this will make people believe that we really mean it. Uh-huh. I just thought that was kind of funny because he was probably squirming like, ah. <laughs> um, yeah, even in my biggest homophobic days, because I was raised Mormon, I was raised to just look down on all of these sins. I never for once thought that gay people should be
1: thrown in prison and
2: criminalized. Mm-hmm. Can you, Mary, having been gay your whole life, can you— sort of ignore things that people said back in the day when it was kind of an acceptable way of thinking like what he said in 74.
1: Well, I came out in the eighties and it was still really taboo and I fought it Mm -hmm. hard Mm -hmm. um, partly because I was raised in an evangelical environment. The funny thing is the year that I came out was the year that my pastor was discovered to be gay as well. Mm. And he was an amazing speaker, such a loving person And as soon as they found out and it became public, they uh, let him go, as you can imagine. I remember friends and I, about a year later, were going into Radio Shack for some reason, and he was the clerk. Wow. And so he was such a loving guy with a great heart, probably could have been a therapist. He probably should have gone to school for that after that point because he was so kind And so giving and loving and such a nice guy. Such a great speaker, too. And here he was working at Radio Shack behind the desk. They ruined him. Yeah. Yeah. It just broke my heart. It sucks. And that's what happens to gay people in Mm -hmm. the church, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought happened. I kept it so quiet for so long. Yeah. I lost a ton of weight because I was just, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I was just distraught. And I couldn't talk to anybody in my church. I couldn't talk to my family. Yeah, so... I am not surprised that this was written at all mm-hmm. because I think I probably felt the same way about myself. Ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's taken years for this to come out in the mainstream as, you know what? It's okay. You be you yeah. and we're going to love you anyway. Yeah. That's uh, That took years for people to come to that conclusion. Right. So I'm not surprised that this guy wrote that stuff. Not surprised at all. Wow. And of course he's not going to, I mean, maybe one day. Someone like Oakes or someone in the Mormon church will admit that we no longer feel this way. Maybe they won't apologize, but maybe they'll say, you know what? We actually don't think they should be criminalized anymore. We don't think that they should be imprisoned anymore. I want to hear them say we were wrong. Yeah. Um, I think you may be waiting a long time. I, I can't remember anything
2: the church has said they were wrong about. Mm-hmm. Not about racism, not about homophobia, Not Nothing. Yeah. They've never said we were wrong. You mm-hmm. can't you can't say we were wrong when the big sword that you wield is we are the one true church and God tells us how to run it.
1: Right, because then that's like saying God either told us the wrong thing mm-hmm. or we interpreted God's word the wrong way. Yeah, and then you lose street cred. Yeah. Totally.
2: Anyway, that was the, he said what? Okay, that was a good
1: one. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I mean, it just shows the mentality of these men who supposedly God speaks to. Mm-hmm. You would think that a loving God who wants us to love everyone, instead of telling the leaders of the church, oh, let's," you should probably change the church's name, or let's go from three-hour church down to two-hour church, you know, these big revelations. Yeah. Instead, God would be saying, hey, we need to love everyone. Mm -hmm. No, we don't need to prosecute and throw in jail people who love who you don't think they should love. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what a God would say. If God's all about love, he would have told these guys back in the day, cut that shit out, right? Yeah. My opinion. Yeah, I hear you. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. (laughs) Yeah, let's go make out. Okay. I just took my (laughs) shirt off because it's hot as balls in our (laughs) hotel room because we had to turn off the AC unit so we could use this little recorder. (laughs) I'm going to be naked in like four minutes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Shelly has no filter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Maybe you've picked up on that. Mm. Well, I think it's break time. That's what I think. Oh, you're right. And then when we come back, we are going to play some audio clips that we took at Pride from all our awesome, uh, what do you call people that come up to your booth? Visitors? Visitors. Visitors. Yeah. And some current listeners and hopefully some future listeners. We're going to hear what they have to say. Yes. Right after this. Don't go anywhere. All right
2: 18 plus, and we're back. Hi, before we start playing all of the clips, can I just tell the listeners one more thing that made me so happy today? Absolutely. So, I said earlier that you and I went to my parents' house for lunch and Mm -hmm. looked at old pictures and things. And my my parents actually talked to Mary, I think, most of the time, didn't talk to me as much. I know, we (laughs) know what she's gonna say. No, it was really nice. And then at the end, when we were leaving. Um, and he wanted some of the lavender off of one of their bushes. Um, I love flowers, It smells so good, that lavender. It was the last lavender blossom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, just go pull it off the bush. So you went and got it. My mom was out there, and when you went to pull the lavender bloom Mm -hmm. off the bush, my mom leaned into the car where I was already sitting and gave me a hug, and she said, That Mary is so cute and so sweet. I just love her.
1: Oh, that's really nice. That
2: meant a lot.
1: Well, and your mom gives really good hugs. She's amazing. hugger. Yeah, she really is. Mm -hmm. I kept going in for
2: more. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was very It felt really good to me. I don't think, I think 10 years ago would have been a different situation with my parents. Five years ago probably would have been a different situation. Mm -hmm. I think. I think they're trying. They are trying. Mm -hmm. And I do think that they might have picked different for me. Um, as if they're going to plan Probably. my life, they would have picked different from me, but they like you yeah, and they see that I'm happy. And I feel that from them. Yeah.
1: And I just, you know what? I ask questions. So for instance, your dad led a prayer, mm-hmm. uh, nourish and strengthen. <laughs> That's right. So I knew my dad would bless the food. And so instead
2: of grabbing the food and eating it, I just kind of waited, waited, waited. And then he did say the prayer and he did say, bless it to nourish and strengthen. And of course I had to like squeeze Mary's leg when he said that, because <laughs>
1: that was last
2: week's Foom Pod.
1: Yeah, it sure was. Um, so, of course, he said it. But you know what? We, um, we always pray when we gather in my family, too. Mm-hmm. Like, my mother leads it or my brother-in-law or whatever. And I was just noticing that you all folded your arms across your chest. Mm-hmm. And I had never seen that before. So I thought maybe it was like a Mormon thing. Mm-hmm. And so I just asked them about it because mm-hmm. we hold hands in right. our family. Right. Yeah. So just different different customs, et cetera. Yep. I asked them questions about... Mormonism. I did use the Mormon word, which is a win for Satan. And I guess it is. I kind of forgot that I wasn't supposed to say Mormon around Mormons. Right. (laughs) Right. Okay. But they didn't correct you. No, I thought they were very nice. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Yeah. So I, I
1: think, I think it was a good time.
2: On an A to F scale, it was probably an A. Yeah. I mean, nothing was offensive. It was good. They were very polite. Had to look at a lot of family photos. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. No, no one enjoys looking at family photos unless they are in the family photos. So I had a great time and Mary was like, okay, one more to picture see, of Shelly. Um,
1: all the perm variations that <laughs> Shelly had <laughs> as a young girl teenager. You had a perm from a young
2: age. I know. Yeah. This is Shirley Temple. Mm -hmm.
1: Got a picture. We're going to post it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So should we move into playing some of those audio clips? Let's do it. Okay. Again, it was so amazing meeting everybody and just so inspiring to hear what they had to say. So we're just going to let this roll. All right, let's
2: do it. Hi, I'm Matt Easton. Uh, I'm here at Pride today with Latter-day Lesbian. Uh, Just having a great time. Super excited to uh, celebrate
0: living more authentically, uh, finding my friends in my community here. It's a great day! Great day to be
1: gay!
3: My name is Savannah Schuyler. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and my sexual orientation is lesbian.
1: Well, good for you! And what brings you to Pride today in Utah?
3: Um, just being able to support the LGBTQ plus youth because I'm an HRC National Youth Ambassador and that's just who I'm here for.
1: And Savannah, you were just telling me a story about how you came out in church, is that correct? Yes. What happened?
3: Um, While I was coming out and sharing that God would love me for who I am and being a lesbian wouldn't change that, they turned my microphone off and someone was able to take a video of this whole affair going down and they posted it on YouTube and it has over 50 million views.
1: That's awesome. And you said you want to start your own podcast.
3: Yes, I do. It's called The Happy Human Hour. It's going to be on Reverie and it's going to be talking about how people can be outside of the box. And I'm going to have people from different religions, different orientations, just many different people and just have them speak.
1: And when do you think that you'll be coming out with this?
3: Um, When I have six episodes. I have five, I think, and they're all going to be an hour each.
1: Okay, that's fantastic! I wish you the best, and I'm sorry the church shut you down, but that sounds about right, doesn't it? Instead of
3: seeing it as a negative, I see it as a positive to make my voice stronger, because really it isn't about me. It's about trying to make everything more equal, and I want it to be helpful for the younger generations.
1: I think you're a great role model, and I hope everyone tunes in and listens to you. I'll check you out. Thanks so much for coming. Yeah,
3: thank you. I hope you have a
1: good pride. You too. We've got Susanna here stopping by our Pride booth, and she has something to say. Go ahead. This is for all the BYU and BYU-Idaho students. Um, I'm a recent graduate, and I was married to a man for 19 years, have four kids. I understand how hard it is to live your truth. Um, I want you to have courage and know that it's so much better on the other side. Um, once you have the courage to live your life and be authentic to who you are, it's an amazing feeling. That was beautiful. Thank you so much.
3: I'm Nate Alexander, and you are not alone. All right. I'm Max George,
1: and you are not alone. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Have a great day. I'm Charity, and you are not alone. Do you want to say it?
3: I'm Summer, and you are not alone. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, I'm taking You're not alone.
0: You're not alone.
3: <laughs> you're not alone.
1: Thank you. Okay. you Will say it. You're not alone. No, you're not. So Anybody want to so say you it? it? You are not alone. alone. Who's next? Yeah, like you're not alone. Thank you. Know. You are not alone. <laughs> no, you're not. You are not alone. Yeah. All right. I liked I it. it. I liked it. I it. <laughs> it you, you are, are not, not alone. alone. Thank you so much. You're gonna hear your voices. I'm gonna on the say it.
3: Thanks, You're
0: guys.
1: You're not alone.
3: Yeah. Well, okay. yeah.
1: Uh Hello, uh, Sarah from Salt Lake City, Utah, on uh, Pride Day. Um, you are not alone. Yeah. Woo. Bye.
0: This is Max Senior. You're not alone. It's all nonsense. Happiness is achieved by rational
3: thinking. Alright, thank you! Uh, This is Chloe Agen, and you're not alone. Stay in there. Like, it it definitely gets better, so keep it up.
2: Right on. Thank you.
3: So, my name
0: is Cullen. I was a member of the LDS Church for my entire life. I stopped going in um, about 2012, 2013 and I did not get my records removed until last year. How did it feel, did
2: it feel to get them removed?
0: It kind of felt like a weight was lifted. The church has always been something that's like kind of like been a heavy weight on me, so being able to leave it was such a relief and knowing that like I'm not going to have people coming to try to like make me come back and even though my family wasn't super happy about it because I'm the first non-LDS person in uh, like four generations. But you're
3: happier now, right? That's what matters. Oh yeah, I'm much happier. You are not alone. (laughs) You are not alone.
2: (laughs) Thank you to hear your voices on the
1: podcast.
2: (laughs) So my name's Nathan. Um, I was born and raised in Bountiful Utah. And my parents were both converts to the LDS church, or the Mormon church, and they had 10 kids together. And when I was about 12 years old, my dad came out as being gay, and they split. And if you want to listen to this podcast, I think you should definitely give it a listen.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Happy
3: Pride! Yeah, you too. Hi, my name is Kaylee. Um, I grew up Mormon. i uh, not very Mormon anymore. I want to say if you uh, want to leave the church and you want to be your true self, you are not alone. Oh,
1: wow, that's awesome. That's perfect. Hi, I'm Sophia. I was not raised LDS, but I was raised within another Christian religion. And just
3: because you leave your church, it doesn't mean that you can't still be a person of faith. God still loves you and you are not
0: alone.
1: Yes! Awesome. awesome! Right on! Hi,
2: I'm Ben, and I've been harassed many times in the LDS church. And I've just grown to just deal with it and cut
0: them out. And if you are feeling the same things that I'm feeling, you are not alone.
1: Well, thank you. You are not alone.
3: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Latter Day Lesbian. I'm your host, wait,
0: Skylar? This
2: isn't the right podcast. I'm Jesse. I'm Skylar. <laughs>
0: and we're not LDL.
2: We've been taken over. You are not alone. You are not alone. Yeah. You are not alone. You're going to be on a podcast. Hey, this is
0: Stacy stopping in. Pride's been really juicy. We don't
2: have to be a be agent. Ah, it was fantastic. <laughs> this is
3: Addison Prestwich. Love is love. This is Sophia Boardman, and you're not alone.
1: Be yourself
3: and love you for who you are. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. And this is Crystal Legionnaires.
0: We love you. <laughs>
2: Even when you think you have nothing left to live for, Know that you have everything to live for. Hi,
0: I'm B, and I'm here because it's my best friend's first time at Pride ever. I'm Michaela. Um, this is my first Pride ever. I am from the FLDS religion. Left about three years ago. I'm a little gayer than I thought I ever was.
1: Um, so, so Pride,
0: Pride is good. Pride, Pride is definitely. It's a very beautiful place to be right now. Man, I'm from a cult. You're not alone. Yep. Awesome. Nice. Hi, my name is Jamie. Um, I just found the Latter Day Lesbians <laughs> podcast, um, which is really cool. Um, Cause same. Um, I went to BYU Idaho for almost three years um, until I was outed by my um, by the honor code to my parents, um, and now me and my parents have not so great of a relationship, but we're working on it, and that's great. Um, but. Going to BYU-Idaho and being gay was um, pretty hard,
3: and um, so I just want all of you guys to know that we love you. Hi, I'm Meg. Um, I'm recently out of the church and out of the closet. Um, I went to BYU last semester and withdrew before it was over. Um, it was really hard being there, and I didn't actually admit to myself I was lesbian until I left the church, so that was rough. Um, I still live with my parents, which is pretty hard. Um, they're super Mormon, um, but I'm excited to get out soon and live my life. Um, I drove 10 hours just to come to Pride, so I love the LGBTQ community, and I'm so glad to be a part of it. You, you are, are not, not alone. alone. Hi, my name is Michelle, and I wanted to
0: thank Mary and Shelley for starting this amazing podcast. Thank you. I can't wait to listen to the Latter-day Lesbian podcast. Hi. Hi. Hi I'm Chris, here proud of my husband, having a great time for his first time out. Oh, right happy
1: Pride.
0: Hi there. Live from Salt Lake City, this is Drew and Ashley Fagan. We are here with our children, and we are showing our support. Proud allies of our LGBTQ yeah. family and friends and we love latter-day lesbians
2: thank you hey hi this is Marian McClellan one of the mama dragons I'm here hanging out with our latter-day lesbians having an amazing time so I'm gonna start listening to the podcast
0: I
1: love what you guys do this is awesome way to go
2: uh, we have a special guest it's her birthday today <laughs> my birthday today yeah, <laughs> I'm So excited. Um, this is my favorite podcast I listen to it every
0: Sunday and if I miss it I feel really Really sad and I catch up mm-hmm. and my name's Jenny Jackman and these women are rock stars oh, thank you okay so I'm Kat
2: um, what else did you want me to say I don't care, you're not you alone yep. listen to this fucking podcast is awesome yes. <laughs> yeah. and have a happy pride right okay. hi this is Ashley from Salt Lake City so excited to have Mary and
1: Shelly here and thank you everyone know you're not alone it gets better Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ashley. I just love your podcast so much. I love you guys. And thank you so much for what you're doing. You are welcome. Thank you. you. Uh, If you ever get a chance to meet Mary and Shelley, just do it because they're amazing. I'm going to start crying. No, probably not. She's (laughs) the crier. I'm the crier. (laughs) I'm the crier. Uh, My name is Serpentine. I um,
3: grew up in the Apostle -United United Brethren Church in Bluffdale, Utah. Utah. It's a FLDS uh, polygamous church out there. Um, I met a friend named Fred and he he grew up in a uh, polygamous cult in Hannah, Utah. Oh,
1: my name is Fred. Uh, I grew up in, uh, in
2: Tabiona in a, a little small group called the Church of the Firstborn. Just my father, my grandfather. There's um, so a lot of alcoholism in the family, so I moved to the city. Uh,
0: My name's Christina Freeman. I have Dissociative Identity Disorder and I've got quite a story that goes with it. I was sexually abused for 15 years and my parents lied to the police and we just moved here to Utah and they told me to forget about it. But in the last couple of years, the trauma has become so extreme. It's not something I can ignore anymore. Accountability should be taken. And I want to share what I've learned, how my family is a common one in Utah. And then the victims later in life, they break down. They often leave the church, they do drugs, they're sex addicts, and the church has this system set up that the victims become scapegoats later on. Um, So far my expression has come out most in my art and I write up details behind each one. I'm doing YouTube videos for each one of my drawings. Maybe eventually it will develop into a podcast,
1: but I'm taking it. It can't
0: even baby steps.
1: How can people find your YouTube channel, Christina? You can
0: find me on YouTube under Christina Freeman. And then in about a month or so, you can find me on Facebook under a profile called There Is A Problem.
1: Well, that is perfect. Thank you so much for being brave and telling your story. And we look forward to more to come from you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. You are not alone. Yes. That's right. You tell them. <laughs> Thanks for being on our podcast. Yes. What's your name? It's Kai. it's Kai Butler. All right, Takai thank you so much. Hi, my name's Keisha and happy pride, everybody. Thank you all for being on the podcast. Appreciate it. So once again, that was Salt Lake City Pride. And we got to hear from all those amazing voices of everybody that stopped by our booth to say hi. Love all of you. And thank you All for listening and your support means so much to us. And we will be back next year and every year after that. It was amazing. Yeah, we need to definitely make a tradition out of this for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's it for us this week, you guys. Uh, We'll talk to you soon. In the meantime, remember, steer clear of cults because they are no joke. No joke. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.